0: I want to say, uh before we get into today's sermon, uh, I've been told this is my last one, so um and yeah, thank you for reassuring everyone, Duncan, that we ran late, not because of me, but there's no guarantee I doubled the length of the second sermon two weeks ago, so you never know. <laughs> But uh, let me just say before we get started, before we get into today's text, um, what a joy it has been to preach here uh, from this pulpit to you over these last four years. Um, the only thing that any preacher could ever ask for is that the people that he's preaching to love the Word of God. Uh, that's Without that, there's no preaching that's happening anyway. There's just a lot of noise. Um, but w- preaching is more than just someone up here talking. It's about what God does in our midst when the word of God is proclaimed, and it requires my heart to be inclined toward you, your hearts to be inclined toward me, and all of us standing humbly before God and saying, God, speak to us. And that's the experience I've had at this church. And I'm so thankful to have been called by God for this short season, four years, uh, to bring the word of God to you week by week There's many other things I love about you as a church. It was eight years ago, almost at Fairhavens, when I first set eyes on the group that is South Shore Bible Church, and Angie and I were there, and we said, who are these people? There's something about them that is so attractive, and we were drawn to you, and we said to ourselves, we would love to be counted among their number and may have even prayed to that end. I think at the time I said, God, please grow their number so they plant a church and they could call me to go and plant a church for them somewhere else in the city. Well, that wasn't how we ended up coming here, but we did end up coming to be with you, and that was just such a joy and has been such a joy for these last four years. Um, the, 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 what we saw and what is so attractive about you as a church is the genuine love that we have for one another. We are an extended family more than anything else, uh, this is not an institution, it's a family, and we live like a family, we fight like a family, we love like a family, and that is beautiful, and more Christians should want what we have. You know how to live life together, to rally to one another when, the, when there is a need to rally, to celebrate with each other, to cry with each other, to go through valleys together, um, and to celebrate life together. Another thing that I love about you is um, this is not the place to come if you want to just be anonymous and not serve. Uh, this is a, a church with off-the-charts participation. Everybody is making a contribution to the life of the church. Uh, this is not 20% doing 80% of the work. This is 100% of our members doing something to build up the body of Christ. And that's exactly the vision that God has for His church. And so it's, a, it's an amazing place to pastor and to minister uh, I've already said that your commitment to the Scriptures is, is such a gift, and that, I think, defines us as much as anything else, that when someone opens up the Bible and said, this is the Word of God, everyone knows that that is true and sits and waits and wants to know what does God have to say. We, we long to be people of the book, to, to hear from God, and we speak the Scriptures, to one another. It's not just once a week from the pulpit. It's member to member, person to person. We love the Word of God. And because of that, we have deep convictions. This is not a church that is content to just go through the motions. Now we, like everyone else, we need to be careful and we can fall into that. But by and large, this is a church that wants to to do things intentionally, to love God truly, and to manifest both of those things by by intentionally trying to be discipled and make disciples and proclaim your faith. So thank you. I've loved pastoring you, and I love you, and I am sad to leave. You know, the decision to go to Dubai was easy. The decision to leave South Shore was really hard. So thank you for... For that, for the four years. I want to take a moment and just thank our stewards. Uh, our stewards are really what make the church go. Uh, stewards are are the that link of, of management that the elders oversee the ministries and then empower stewards to manage. Uh, the ministries that we have in place. And it's, it's through our stewards that we've been able to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. And, and you've been such a gift to the elders and to me, so that as elders, we've been able to elder. We've been able to focus on the spiritual matters of the church. And, and we set boundaries and parameters, and we're a resource, but really our stewards are helping to make sure that every member here is mobilized to do the work of the ministry. And I'm so thankful for that. I have many pastor friends who are overloaded with the weight of ministry and they buckle under it. Like uh, pastors, most pastors, or I shouldn't say most, I don't know the stats, but so many pastors that I know are burning out. And I never had that. I, I was never burdened under the weight of ministry because I was only doing the things that God had called me here to do. And you did the rest And so I want to thank the other elders for that, but more than that, in this moment, thank the stewards for taking that burden from us and from me. I want to thank our elders and our elder couples. Uh, We have shepherded this church as a team. Uh, There is a true plurality of leadership. This is not a pastor-led church. I I see myself no differently than any other elder at the table. I don't perceive that you see me any differently than any other elder at the table, and that's the way it is supposed to be. Uh, This is not, the Bible, there's no position for elder and then another position for pastor. I am one of the elders and I have felt that. Uh, I, have, I have felt that we have played to one another's strengths very effectively, and that we have sought the good of the church together. I have been uh, under the, the authority of the elders. I have not exercised authority over the elders. I have been under the authority of the elders, and that is such a safe and secure place to be. And I am so thankful. so to, to the elders, thank you so much for the labor that you have given. And as I am stepping off the elders' uh, table, or the team of elders this is really my last official responsibility as an elder of this church I want to tell you that I've seen these men in action. And what I want you to know is what I know about them is that they are sincerely seeking your good. The elders here, there's not a selfish or power-seeking motive at play at all. They, they, they sacrificially give of their time and of their energy so that you can be well shepherded and cared for. And so please continue to love them well, pray for them, uh, follow them, and, and allow them to shepherd you for they are taking care of your souls as those who will have to give an account to the Lord Jesus. It's been a great joy of my life to serve with these men. And not, don't ever take what we have here for granted. Not every church has a united elders team that is truly seeking the interests of the flock. Many churches have politics at play around the elders table and there's power struggles and there's difficulties but here that is not the case. Praise be to God. So thank you gentlemen for all that you do and all that you are in your role in my life. More than that it's just really nice to like the people you're serving with. Like the elders are my friends uh, and we enjoy one another. We laugh together. I've been able to go to the elders with difficult Things in my life. I've been able to laugh and cry and toil together. And so it's really nice to enjoy the men that you're serving with. I also want to take this opportunity to thank Angie and Selah. Uh No pastor, pastor is on his own. Uh, his wife is an integral part of what he does, whether you're the pastor or an elder, uh, lay elder. Um, but it's really a team. We're We're working together and Angie has been my greatest asset through all of these years. And it often goes unsaid, but I I hope it doesn't go unnoticed. Angie is is one of the wisest people I know, the most discerning person I know. And she has helped me to think very critically and carefully about what ministry is and what it is that I am supposed to be doing. Uh, We have always tried to look at where do we wanna go? What is the goal of what we're trying to achieve? And then work backward from there and figure out, well, if if we want to be there as a church, what do we have to do to get there? Let's do that and nothing else. Let's clear the deck and just be super intentional and focused in what we do as a church. And that really is coming from Ange. She is the one that has taught that to me and showed me that 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 is the best and most effective way to shepherd God's people and to minister in the local church. So thank you for that, and thank you for your your love and your support and all of the help that you are to me day by day. Not to mention all the work that Angie has done for women's discipleship in this church. And obviously, Selah, she's, she's a joy to have in the church. It's not easy being a pastor's kid, but I think she's risen to the occasion fairly well. So I'm thankful for her. And finally, all of this is for Jesus. Um... We serve at his pleasure, he calls us, and we serve as long as he allows us to, um, and he calls us away. That's true for all of us. We don't know how many days we have, and for the days we have, we don't know how many of those days we'll have the, the pleasure of serving in any given capacity. For me, there's no guarantee that I will ever have a preaching ministry again. I've been preaching the word of God on a weekly basis, at least, for 11 years. 16 years of ministry, but 11 of them weekly behind a pulpit, and this very well could be my last day in a pulpit ministry. I know for the foreseeable future, God has not called me to a pulpit ministry uh, in Dubai. So I just want to acknowledge to Jesus in in your presence how thankful I am that he has given me those 11 years to preach his word. That's, That's a massive call. That's a huge responsibility, and that he considered me faithful, and he... Uh, empowered me and was gracious to me in all my failings and weaknesses. I am very thankful to him for this opportunity. So let's just pray. None of that counts against my time. That is just my heart, what I wanted to say to you before this is all said and done. Um, but let's just pray, and then we'll get to the sermon proper. Heavenly Father, I thank you for South Shore Bible Church I thank you for the stewards and the elders, but mostly, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you are the head of the church, that you have called us together into this one local expression of your body. You have equipped us all and gifted us for different tasks, and you have called us to exercise those gifts for the building up of the church and for your glory. I thank you that for a season you called me to be the the main preacher and teacher of this church. There's a huge honor that I don't deserve, uh, but you and your, your kindness toward me have called me to that, and I pray that whatever was useful and glorifying to you, that, that those things would remain and the rest would fall away. All my failings and weaknesses and shortcomings, that they would fall away from memory, and only what is of value to you and your, your glory would remain. I pray that you would build up this church, uh, that in the next season of this church's life, that you would bless them, help them to become even more so a praying people and an outreaching people. Uh, Show them what it means to, to evangelize and proclaim your gospel, and please reward their efforts by bringing people to faith and growing this congregation, adding new converts, and baptizing them here in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I pray that the best days of this church would be ahead of it. Uh, that you would show us an overflowing of your your mercy and your love and your favor uh, for the sake of this city and for the sake of your great name. Now, Lord, as I come to my final sermon here, I pray that you would strengthen me for the task, give me a clarity of mind and speech, so that your name will be held high, and we would all profit from gazing upon the glory and the vastness of your gospel. I pray these things with much gratitude in my heart to King Jesus, my Lord. Amen.